0: We're back. back. I'm Mom and I'm Bella, also named Amy <laughs> and you're my daughter. What are we talking about today?
1: Well, there have been several things that have happened since we last
0: podcasted. That's true. we've been very busy because you know some of the restrictions are lifting a bit, so we've definitely been out and about more. so what do you where do you want to start? What should we start with?
1: Um Well, there's obviously been lots going on lately, so we wanted to be a part of everything, so we decided to go to a a NAACP march.
0: Yeah, so we live in Virginia, and our local chapter of the NAACP sponsored four marches over four weekends, and each weekend had a different theme, different topic, And so we marched on the weekend of Juneteenth, which, for those of you who don't know, is when slaves were freed. So it's a very, very important holiday. And I don't know, what were some of your, as we were marching and we were kind of with everyone and listening to the talks, what were some of your takeaways or thoughts during that time, Boo? Well, it was very hot, but (laughs) it was very, it was crazy hot. It was very hot and humid in Virginia. I don't Hmm. know, like 90 or something.
1: But it, and it was on Father's Day. Mm -hmm. So, but on a Sunday, still so many people showed up, which was great because despite the circumstances, there were still tons of people wanting to be a part of it.
0: Yeah, I thought that was cool, too. I didn't really know, since it was Father's Day, how many people would be there, but it was really cool to see so many dads and kiddos marching together, you know? Yeah, the leader
1: of the march, she shared her story about how her son
0: had his life taken by police, and that was really sad to me. Yeah, and they carried his picture, which was like, I think it's important not just to remember the people's names, but also, I mean to see their beautiful faces, too, you know. So I thought that was really inspirational to hear her story and how she kept going, even though this like tragedies happened in her life. And she yeah. kept sharing with people, too. you know, she kept sharing her story, and I don't know. it was it was definitely very moving.
1: It was really interesting to think about how we only see a portion of what happens on the media or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, we hear a couple names or, like, we hear th- we hear a bunch of names about people whose lives
0: have been taken, but that's only a small portion of all of them. Sure, yeah, exactly. Because, of course, her son is not a name that anyone was chanting. Like, there's these... Names that are gaining national headlines, which is awesome to raise awareness and stuff. And then there's also, you know, all the cities and all the different people who are killed. So it's, I mean, yeah, there are a lot of unnamed folks out there for sure that are, that are killed. So, yeah, I think the other thing that I know for me that I took away from it was like, it's not enough to just, March or just like educate yourself or raise awareness, but like truly think about, well, what is my part to play in ending racism as far as I can control and see? Like it's not enough just to educate myself and listen, but I also have to take action. So one of the things that I'm super excited about is partnering. So dad and I, I haven't talked to you that much about this, but we're working on building a platform for so I do recruiting, this is a little bit convoluted, I do recruiting so I can see that my place of power is like helping black people and people of color get a seat at the table, get interviews, get good jobs, get good tech jobs here in Virginia. And dad and I have been talking about um, partnering with the NAACP and building a platform for unemployed black and people of color to drop resumes and... Um, apply and I can reach out to my networks and at least get them interviews. So that's one of the things that I know for me when I it's kind of overwhelming to think of systemic racism and like, where do you make your mark? Do you work in criminal justice and try to make reform there? Do you work in politics? Do you work in social work? Right. And help care for. And then there's the whole medical field like covid impacts black and brown people at much higher rates than um, white folks and so I just started thinking about well what's where's the place I could make my difference where's the place I could be a true ally and the place that I see that is making spaces and openings and opportunities for black and brown people of color to actually come to the table and be able to interview for some of these really good jobs that we have around here which I'm pretty excited about yeah that's awesome yeah I'm pretty pumped So what else? What else isn't happening in our world? Oh, yes, we have the bird drama. (laughs) So yesterday,
1: well, actually, over the past couple days, we've been hearing these birds, like, right next to our porch. Like, they've been so loud and so crazy, and so we decided to, like, name them and make them like a little bird family right next to our house. And it was a mom and a dad, and so we were like, hmm, we wonder where the nest is. So mom and I decided to go out and look for the nest, but then we start we heard a like a chirping coming from inside like
0: the sewer. Yeah, well it's the drain, so and it's probably if I had to guess, what about ten feet down I would say. And we we heard a little chirp, and the mom and dad were flying around pretty vigorously, I would say, and definitely landing near the grate, which is how we got a clue that something was down there. And sure enough, when we pulled the grate off, lo and behold, there's a little baby bird (laughs) stuck down there, just plunked on the ground, and this is where the saga begins. So...
1: My mom went down to try and just grab the bird and get it out easy peasy, but <laughs> she was being very careful and did not grab it firmly enough, so it leaped out of her hands, a little gap in her hands, and went into like the hole in the wall, because like, in drains, there's obviously many holes, so the water can come through or whatever, and it went pretty far into one and like there was no way to really get it because if you reach your hands and try and grab it it would just
0: keep going farther and farther back (laughs) so we're like shoot now what do we do so we waited because we thought well maybe the parents will call to it and it'll come back out again and then we'll just go back down and try and like grab it again that is not what happened (laughs) So the first thing we tried (laughs) was we went to another drain and started flushing water down the drains to see if the bird would, the baby would just come back towards us and we could grab it. That didn't work. (laughs) So next we tried using my skateboard. Uh, to scoot it down but i don't really know what was happening with that well i think the idea was like kind of to scare it into sort of like hopping to the direction we wanted to go but it was it was like in fight or flight and it was just hunkered down and it was not moving so which was that the skateboard trick did not work so then we took the skateboard out and then we got smart and we're like hey we should put some cardboard to block the other holes so if we do manage to flush it out it can at least it it can't go anywhere else so then we're like man how so this pipe or the the tunnel it was stuck in gosh it had to be like 50 feet and the bird is stuck in the middle so one of us was in the other drain which was dad, and our neighbor, who got involved, and I was in the other drain, and the bird's in between, and we're staring at each other, and the bird is just sitting there. So our neighbor created
1: (laughs) a little machine out of his son's robot car, and he duct-taped a thing of
0: cardboard to the end of the car to use it as, like, a scooty thing. Yeah. He, he duct taped a, a flashlight. So there was light. Cause by now it's like, you know, 730 at night. It's getting kind of dusky out. And, and so he duct tapes a flashlight and he calls it the bird rescue unit, which is funny. And yeah, the cardboard kind of filled the hole in the tube so that as the car went forward, it would basically like touch touch the baby and so we scooted the baby towards the end. And then my dad got it in a shirt, and it was going
1: crazy. It was going crazy. And then they climbed out, and then we put it in
0: a little tree thing. Yeah, we put it in a—we found out that these particular birds, they like to nest in trees. And so we put it in a little a little bush tree by our front door. <laughs> And it promptly jumped out and started going back towards the street again. So grandma (laughs) grabbed it and put it back in the bush. And that's where it's stayed until now. And this is the saga of the bird. Yep. So now we're just hoping that little bird's okay. So we named the little bird Alex. Yeah. And the dad is Eli. And the mom is what? Blair. Blair. So that's our little bird family. And that's our bird story. So (laughs) a very important development, though, has happened in our family. Do you want to talk about this with your brother? He's had a transformation of sorts.
1: (laughs) So my brother, as we talked about in the last episode, he is the dorkiest little guy. And his hair, we talked about his hair. His hair is crazy. Like, it sticks up to Calyx. It's insane. So we got him a haircut. And obviously, we've cut his hair before, but it's kind of always been at, like, they've never really done a good job but the hairstylist i've always gone to who is amazing
0: um she worked for which
1: housewives
0: oh she styles some of the real housewives of potomac's hair she's She's super talented miss natalie she's awesome and so she did his hair and this is the first time he's
1: gotten his haircut and it's actually like been this
0: good Yeah, it actually looks good when he wakes up. Like, he's just been sleeping, he wakes up, and it looks great, which is kind of what brother needs. Because brother never does his hair, so you know. Like, he will
1: not put product in it or anything. He'll just walk around with it sticking straight up. and Mm -hmm. He doesn't care. He goes out in public this way, by the way. And it embarrasses all of us. So, (laughs) now it's so much better because his hair he doesn't really have to do anything to it he probably will probably still have him put a little bit of stuff in it but for the most part it just stays like this
0: and what do you call this term you have a knit you called it a
1: oh he it's a glow up because he's glowing up finally (laughs) because not (laughs) only did he get his hair done but we also changed his style because i think we talked about this before his style was just throw together two clothes like sometimes he'd wear bright neon orange shorts with like a light blue shirt or like red shirt or something it would just be the most unmatching and it was off-brand stuff it did not look good and so we finally I told mom and dad guys I know what middle school boys wear Mm -hmm. so I know you're trying but I think I'm gonna be the most help with the clothes. Because I know what middle school boys wear, and I could help, and I know what looks good. So, Mom, you'd always buy him, like... (laughs) I don't even know what brands were they? Like it was like Adidas no, pants. You, you for the most part, you'd buy like those cloth pants yeah, that were because like he
0: likes weird. cozy cozy pants, you know. Okay, so she'd
1: buy him so when you think of sweatpants, if you're my age, when you think of sweatpants, you think of, oh, maybe like Nike sweatpants, like track pants, joggers, whatever. She'd buy him sweatpants that she liked and he didn't care, but That she liked it, but they were so weird to me. Like, I've never, I've been like, oh, who wears those? (laughs) Because, like, I'm sure some people wear them, and I guess it's just different for each county or whatever. But I've never seen guys my age wear sweatpants like that. They wear, like, Nike or Adidas or whatever. But never, like, these sweatpants. They're just so
0: odd. Well, basically, (laughs) it's like, Gabe was like, okay, if there's... I don't like a drawstring. I don't like a button. I just want to pull them on and I'm like, "Okay, well, I'll do that." But that so that's what it was. Is it was that Yeah. Type of and so
1: they were like just think of like rather than thinking of like Nike pants, think of like kind of the same material except just like the weirdest style. I don't know. They're super duper thick and like weird print and stuff. But anyways, so I was like, "Okay, guys, I know the right brands. I know the right colors. Get him Neutral, like or dark colors like black, navy, gray, white, those types of colors. So he can't really go wrong when he puts them together because when he has a whole assortment of colors, it's so easy to put like green with bright orange or something like that and it'll look so bad. So if you just get him a bunch of colors like these, it's kind of hard for him to go wrong. And so we got him a bunch of like Nike champion, like Adidas stuff. Like, T-shirts and shorts that were pretty much in the colors, like, gray. Hoodies and yeah. And, you know, stuff like
0: that.
1: Like, yeah. gray, black, blue. And so he looks so much better already, like, with his hair and wearing these. And also, I decided to have them get him an accessory that I personally really <laughs> like and think would look good. Uh, which is, like, I was debating between just, like, a thin chain or a dog tag, you know? Um mm-hmm. And so we ended up just getting him a, th- a thin silver chain, but I don't think it's come yet. But I, th- I think it looks like really good. Like that, like, spices up the whole outfit. I think that really pulls everything together. So if I can get him to wear it, I think
0: it'll look really good. Now we can safely send him on to middle school. Yep. He'll be okay. We have no fears that he'll be made fun of too much. <laughs> <laughs> Except for his dorky personality, but. We can't do anything about that. Nope. just is what it is. Well,. So speaking of glowing up, you're doing something to your hair.
1: So lately, I've been dyeing my hair. So my natural hair color is a really light brown. It's not quite blonde, but it's like a light, light brown. Mm-hmm. But then, so a couple weeks ago, I don't know if I said this before, but I dyed it dark brown, like an espresso brown. And then, um, like, last week or something, I dyed it black. And so now my hair is like um, a really, really dark brown, maybe a slight black. But in a couple weeks, I'm gonna do. I'm gonna get that hairstyle from Miss Natalie. I'm from Miss have,
0: Natalie, because that's who we go to. Yeah. She's amazing.
1: <laughs> I'm gonna get my hair dyed. Oh, uh, what's it called? It's the one. It's a really big trend right now. Kylie Jenner did it, and I think that's how it got popular. But it's your hair is like brown, and then you have the two lighter strands in the front um so i'm gonna get that done but lately i've if you any of you listening are my age and have tiktok lots of people on there have been posting videos of them doing it themselves and um not good (laughs) i mean they like how it looks but i personally would not want to do that because it looks like really dark hair, and then just a chunk of, like,
0: white hair in the front, and it
1: doesn't look good to me, so I want to, like, get it. doesn't look
0: blended. That's why we go to the professionals Yeah. this is what they do because it's easy to mess up and have a big streak in the front of your face. Yeah,
1: and it's a risk because I'm doing it before school, but, I mean, there's always the option to just, like, DIY dye my hair black again.
0: Yeah. Well... I think that's pretty much everything that's been going on lately, so thanks so much for listening. Oh, you know what? Grandma Pam said that we should do shout-out to great-grandma, because she would yeah. really like it. And you won't see her this year at Bucks Lake, because we're not traveling. So this is a shout-out to my grandma, who I love, and my great-grandma, Who you love, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) We love her. And we miss her. And we hope we get to see you, great-grandma, grandma, grandma soon. And, yeah, I think that's it for this week. Thanks so much for listening. And we'll talk to you next time. Peace. Peace.